Bear. I'm board certified professional organizer, Kathy Burns. I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is designed for busy entrepreneurs just like you who want to take better control of your business and move forward with less stress and more success. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Organized Energized Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at thepodcast.organizedandenergized.com. Come back often and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Organized Energy and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hi, everyone. This is Kathy with Organize and Energize. We are back, and I'm very excited today because I'm speaking with Marjorie Solson. She's named both Top Speaking Coach of the Year and Top Motivational Speaker of the Decade. She's a communication confidence coach, and she's still going strong at 81 and is going to be the top most babe at 100, and it's one you've ever met. So I went to interview Marjorie because public speaking is the number one item on most people's list of what most people fear. And I know today that Marjorie is going to give us some golden tips that we can walk away with to be a better speaker with more confidence and more ease. So hi, Marjorie. How are you doing? Hi there. Yes. I'm so glad you have the basis of everything. Speaking. Yeah, we all have to do it. <laughs> so, so the question is, how do we do it best, right? And you are going to tell us that. Well, first of all, I'd like to uh, define what I call public speaking. Because pe- people think public speaking, they think giving a speech. And I define it as any time you talk to somebody other than yourself. I actually have worked with people who have no problem getting up in front of an audience of any size. Pick up the phone. You want me to pick up the phone and call somebody? Are you crazy? Go to a networking event? Talk to all those strangers. I can't do that. It's anytime you talk to somebody other than yourself. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a brother who just won't pick up the phone. So, but he's, but he's led a company and did a lot of public speaking. So isn't it funny how we have different ideas around what is public speaking and what's not? I, I think it's a really good point that you made about that, uh, for sure. Uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get into becoming, you know, the public speaking coach of coaches? Well, it's very interesting. My first uh, business coach, Pamela Bruner, said something I've never forgotten. Your mess is your message. And what was my mess? Shy introvert, shy introvert. Somebody says, oh, I can't do that. I'm a shy introvert. I said, I get it. I get it. Been there, done that. And the reality is, is that the only way you can build anything or communicate uh, is, is to communicate. And, you know, the cliche, Kathy, these days is that people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And it's a cliche because it's true. And how do you build that? By communicating. And if you don't communicate, you remain the best kept secret. And I truly believe each of us has a gift to share. And I will not accept this excuse. Well, you know, there are so many other people who do what I do. I don't need to do it. But there are some people who can only hear it in your voice. I mean, we've all looked for people to help us with something. And we pass on this one and pass on that one. And we finally find the one with whom we resonate. So each person needs to share his or her gifts. And how do you do that? You communicate them. 
I absolutely love that. And boy, it's been a theme. It's just a theme that just keeps running through my podcast is everybody has their own gift. How are you going to express your gift? And what is the gift that you have to express? And I agree, if you can't see it succinctly, it's a little bit more difficult to get people on your side of, you know, helping you with your business. So, okay, a lot of people get really nervous before they speak. Uh, what are the two things that you advise people to do prior to speaking if the nerves have got them going on? Uh, what, what should they do? Okay, first of all, the basis of confidence is confidence in your message, mm. knowing that you have something worthwhile to share, knowing that there are people out there who desperately need what you have to offer. If you're going to get up there, you know, uh, fake it till you make it. That is not a recipe for confidence. Yeah. The other thing to remember, and it's something Mark Twain said, I love his quotes. And most people don't realize that he made his living the latter part of his life giving speeches because he lost all of his book money in some kind of boondoggle. And this is what he said. There are two types of speakers, those who are nervous and those who are liars. And the reality is, is that most people get nervous before they speak. So number one, don't beat yourself up for it. Number two, you feel those nerves in your body. It's your brain that interprets them as fear. Mm. Fear and excitement are two sides of the exact same coin. Mm -hmm. Think of it as excitement. Ooh, you have this opportunity to share what your message is. And use that excitement to infuse your message with energy. We have all sat through talks of somebody who gets there and they have absolutely no energy or <laughs> let me out of here. When is this person ever going to finish? I can't, it's so boring. You know, so use that energy uh, and understand that it's perfectly natural, number one. And the more faith you have in your message and the more you practice it ahead of time, by the way, which reminds me of an old joke. A guy goes up to a policeman in New York City and asks, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? And the policeman answers, practice, practice, practice. <laughs> I love it. If you want to feel confident in your message, number one, know that it's valuable. And number two, practice it when you're walking around the house, when you're driving, if you're driving someplace, say it out loud, get it in your voice. Mm -hmm. And say it so many times that it just kind of comes out. Yeah, yeah. And, and don't and I, try and memorize it exactly. You will sound like a robocall. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work anyhow. Like I couldn't remember. I couldn't, you know, yeah. As yeah. I, uh, before I go on stage, I'm always like, I ask that whatever I say, whatever comes out of my mouth is what someone wants to hear you know, someone needs to hear from me. So even though I'll do the same presentation over and over, it's never the same. And I think, I think that's the whole ticket right there is, you know, know your message, but have the ability to feel the audience and know what they might need to hear and then give it to them. Yes, and I will share one other uh, tip from my very first speaking coach. She said, you know, she was very much against memorizing things because if you forget your place then you know you're the, a deer in the headlights but she said there are two things you should memorize your opening sentence and your closing sentence mm -hmm. so you have the security of knowing exactly how you're going to start and you you know you 
carefully crafted to immediately get the audience's attention and exactly how you're going to have this bravura finish that goes send everybody off excited, excited about what you shared and willing to take the single action that you asked them to take, whatever that is. Oh, I love that. Love, 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 love. Okay. So this leads me to another question that, so you're in a networking event or you're on, you get off stage and someone asks you a question, you have no idea what the answer is. How do you handle something like that and come off with ease and confidence? You know, that's not my area of expertise. I must confess, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's your answer right there. Yeah, I mean, now, now the, the other situation and the first, uh, I actually came up with a whole system because there was a guy who I worked with who was in corporate and he told me he would sit through these corporate meetings in utter dread that he'd be asked a question he couldn't answer and that, uh, you know, would affect his, uh, you know, possibility for a raise and advancement. So I did come up with a system for that situation. And I call it ACED, A-C-E-D, like I aced the test. Okay. The A, the minute I say it, you'll think, oh, gosh, I've heard people do this a million times. Acknowledge. That's a very interesting question. That's a very good question. <laughs> you know, how many times have you heard you're buying time to hopefully channel, you know, get a gift from your subconscious <laughs> the answer? The C is for clarify. Because the reality is you cannot give a good answer to a bad question. And some questions are so vague and so broad that how could you answer it with the Encyclopedia Britannica? No, sorry. So you say, you know, I'm really not sure uh, what specifically you're asking about. Could you give me an example of what you're asking about? Mm, good. And, and then if you're... Uh, uh, the E is for elicit, E-L-I-C-I-T, meaning to draw forth, not I-L-L-I-C-I-T, meaning illegal. <laughs> They're both pronounced the same, but spelled differently. Yes, okay. to draw forth. If you're in a group, you can, or are you talking to somebody, have you given some thought about this question? Or is there anybody else here? The, the answer isn't popping into my head right away. Is there anybody else who could answer this question? Smart. And then the D is for deliver or delay deliver, you get this wonderful answer, your subconscious or your unconscious comes to your rescue and you channel this wonderful answer and, and you give it or you delay if it's a listen, if it's something that you really are responsible for, you know, answering, let me get back to you, I need to research it. And right. I promise to get back to you with the answer and then do it. Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest sign of professionalism is to say that you don't know, or it's, say no. It's, yeah. I have to tell you, our delicate egos hate to admit when we don't know something. But the reality is that, and it's counterintuitive, but when you can say that you don't know something, you actually build more trust than when you try and fake it. Excuse me while I grab a drink of water. Yeah, people know when you're faking it or not faking it. They, they know, even if you think you've pulled it off beautifully. Yeah. One of my coaches says everybody's BS meter is always on <laughs> in those kind of situations. Uh, the reality is, is that you do actually build more trust because yeah. people know when you answer a question, that is the truth and the answer as you will know it. And you're not trying to fake it. So they know they can trust your word. And that's a whole other ballgame. 
Yes, yes, truly. Um, so someone's at a networking event. Now we're getting ready to maybe go back into networking events. So I think this is a timely topic, um, whether we choose to or not or stay on Zoom. But should you choose that you're going to go into a networking situation and to fill up with a room and you are not confident at all, do you have any tips to help people navigate the the and hey you know what a lot of us are not used to being in person anyhow so even if we were good at networking before maybe we've lost our mojo so what are the tips as you're walking into an event to get your mojo back and to feel confident in networking first of all we all hate that somebody comes up and starts talking at us about their wonderful business or opportunity no way be curious, go up, go up to somebody who's standing by themselves feeling really uncomfortable and say, hi, and introduce yourself and say, so it's, it's, it's nice. Have you been at this event before? Isn't it nice to be back again? Tell me, so what do you do? Mm -hmm. And ask that person, and what, what, what attracted you to that? What do you like about doing that? Ask the other person and, and who, what kind of people do you serve? Maybe I know somebody who might be able to use your services. In other mm -hmm. words, you know, it's one of Stephen R. Covey's seven habits is first seek to understand, then to be understood. That is a very, very good way to start. And you are making the other person feel comfortable. So now when, now when they ask you what you do, you do not go into your robocall memorized elevator pitch. Please don't do that. I like to start out with a question. A, what I call a pain question. Do you some you know how sometimes uh, you might miss opportunities because you're not sure what to say or how to say it or you're afraid to say it? That's the pain people have that I help them with figuring out what to say, how to say it without boring people to death, engaging their you know their attention, and getting over the fear of saying it. So if you can figure out a pain question of something of of a problem that you solve. Um, and if you don't want to be so direct, say, you, do, do you ever have the, you know, everybody's had the experience where, you know, there's nobody who has, hasn't, you know, kept themselves quiet when they should have, you know, but, um, yeah. do you, do you, you know, look at what you do. I mean, what's the pain you solve? You help people. Do you, do you ever feel like your whole office, your whole life and your whole office is disorganized and you can't find something and where in the heck did I leave my whatever? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you've got a, the problem you solve. Everybody has too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blessed like that. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I love that because I find myself, um, I, I love public speaking. I love doing podcasting. I love doing interpersonal with my clients one-on-one, -on -one, but whenever I get into a group or just sitting in the grocery line, I'm shy again. And I think I'll definitely use the, you know, the be curious, be open. And, uh, you know, that solves, I have friends who, you know, they, the, all their best friends are the ones that they met in the grocery line. It's like, seriously, <laughs> how do you know all this about people? So the curiosity thing, I, I think is a wonderful, wonderful tip. Uh, I'm going to walk away using it for sure, Marjorie. Uh, it's just a reminder. And the ACE thing is great. I think we'll put the ACE thing down below because um, that, that'll be a nice little reminder for yeah, people. It's acknowledge, clarify, elicit with the E. <laughs> and and deliver or delay love it love it so um 
as we wind in down into this, gosh, you just have so much I could talk to you forever. But what's the one thing that you think that I should have asked you about what you do that I did not? Why it's so important for people to communicate. Okay. Why is it so important that people should speak? Well, and this is actually part of my mission. Uh, in my tradition, which is the Jewish tradition, it teaches we are God's partners in the repair of the world. Now, we're not obligated to do the whole world, but we are obligated to do our piece of it. And the only way we can do our piece of it is when we can communicate and help those people whom we are really obligated to serve and help. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And if you don't say what you do or what, or you don't express who you are, people can't call upon you for what you might be able to offer. Yes. And, and there are people who out there who desperately need what each of us has to offer. Isn't that the beauty of it? That that's like the beauty of, of life is that we all have our own gifts and, and gee, this is just so timely, Marjorie, because if you can, you know, everybody's doing the mass exodus and they're trying to find their way and they, you know, they want to become entrepreneurs. And, you know, that's what this podcast is all about is giving tips to those. But if you can communicate what your gift is and start telling everybody what your gift is, you'll end up having rallying support around you. I remember when I came home and said to my husband, hey, I'm going to be a professional organizer and image consultant. And I put it out there, right? I spoke the words and he's like, what's that? <laughs> but it allowed me to clarify what it really was and what it meant to me and what I was meant to do. So speak your message, speak your truth, speak I think the biggest thing is, you know, what's your biggest desire? Uh, you know, what do you really love to do? Because I think what you love to do is probably what everybody else needs from you or what other people will yeah, need from and, you. And I would, I would make one uh, edit. Okay. Don't tell, share. Ah, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Share your message. Share your, share your idea. Okay, thank you. See, I need an editor like you in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my gifts. I am actually a former magazine editor in my life. And mm -hmm. I do have a gift for everybody. Yes, let's hear about it. Okay, it is called Five Speaking Landmines and How to Avoid Them. Mm. And uh, did you want to share the... Uh, the link in the, in the uh, chat, or do you, would you like? Oh, the link. That? The link is going to be down below on the podcast page itself, so you'll be oh, able good. to click the link and get to it easy breezy. It'll be, yes, it'll be on the page as well as a few snippets and giveaways of things that we've said that I think are good, like the ace thing. Yeah, well, and and it's uh, vibrantvocalpower.com, which is my website forward slash kb as in Kathy Burns. So, so when you, when you go to get that gift, I will know, Oh, Kathy sent this person. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> You're so welcome, Marjorie. I, you know, I just really appreciate your time being on the podcast and uh, your time given the golden nuggets and anybody who is, has a fear of speaking, please, please go to Marjorie. Uh, she's the pro in the business and she can help you on your way. Even if it's just how to walk into a networking group, right. And absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Just remember, you can't see anybody else's butterflies, but they can't see yours either. True that. Thank you, Marjorie. You have a fabulous holiday season. Thank you. Same to you.
I really appreciate the invitation. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to hear more, feel free to subscribe on the platform of your choice. Also, if you feel so inclined, I would truly appreciate a good rating from you to me. Have a stellar day.